he said to me this, which was profound. He said, do you know those worker bees? He said, you know how they die? And I said, I, I, I don't know. He said, they work so hard. He said that their wings become paper thin, then they drop, and then they die. Hmm. And he says, but their job is they protect, they do everything to protect that whole queen bee and the survival of all of them. Not others with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. You wanted to talk about worker bees. I do. You referenced them in the past. They are always female, tending to be the queen. They build and maintain the entire hive and they defend it as well. Is that not interesting? Not the males. Their lifespan is really short, only a few weeks during the summer months. And they play a crucial role in the overall functioning and the survival of the entire honeybee colony. Correct. Worker bees. Right. Now, you know worker bees, and if you know anything about bees, what do they do for this whole earth? Well, they're crucial to the whole chain, uh, the ecosystem of food and yeah, just all kinds of animals. Well, sure. I mean, it's, pollination. Yeah, everything. I mean, really. It, it, it's You talk about point of origin and expansion. Mm-hmm. Most recently, it's, it's what you hear a lot of, how there's a shortage of bees, you know, because we all want to keep our grass real green and real clean. So we make sure we poison it and kill everything that walks on it, including bees. And we reduce the weeds and the dandelions and all these things that are so important. And we don't have flowers and, you know, you expect how these things are supposed to survive and they don't. You might want to get your head out of the computer and realize that Things are still real out there, and you can see them and look at them and realize that you might want to do some research, but this earth is dependent on them. Like we are stewards, so are they. We live together in harmony. The bottom line is is that this quick little story will tell you about something that I encountered when I had a beehive that was existing at my house. It was big, and I I, I never saw anything like it before. It was huge. It was... um, I'm going to say during the heat of the day in August, it was a foot or so long, and it was over the top of my garage area. But towards the evening, it kind of like disappeared a little bit. Couldn't understand that. And, well, everybody said, I'll oh, call the external, call a guy, he'll spray him, they'll kill him. I don't want to do that. I don't. So I went to one of my uh, local guys that you know has a farm and, I said, yeah, what, you, what, did you ever encounter it? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He says, I got this good old guy. Now, around here, we call him Pennsylvania Dutch. Um, mm-hmm. He's an old guy, and what he'll do is he'll take him. He's a honey guy, and he'll take him and take him to his farm. Mm-hmm. And he said he'll come in, and he'll bring another queen bee, and he'll put the queen bee in a box about four feet away, five feet away, and they'll all go over to that queen bee, all go in a box. He'll put the box in his truck and go home, and they're going to live another day. I said, well, that's great, man. I give me his number. So he gives me his number, and I call him up, and he says, yeah, I can do that. He says, I'm going to have to charge you for gas. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, that's all right. He says, it's going to take a couple days. It's going to take a couple days till we get this done. I said, all right. So he comes out in this old beat-up truck. Now, he's at this time... He was in his late 70s, early 80s. He walked right up to the beehive while it was active. Mm -hmm. He said that's all air conditioning for them. That's how they air condition it. During the summer hot days, he said that that whole 
appearance and how it shrinks at night is because it gets cooler at night. Now, oh. These are all things that I found fascinating. A couple days later, he comes back, he brings a queen bee. He shows me this queen bee in, in the little side of a wooden match box. And he slides it open. He says, see the queen bee? That's her. They're all going to come over to her. And he picks her up. And he, he puts her in this little box and he gets one of those step ladders. And he puts it on top of a step ladder about five feet away. Comes back a couple days later and there they all are. And he said to me this, which was profound. He said, do you know those worker bees? He said, you know how they die? And I said, I, I, I don't know. He said, they work so hard. He said that their wings become paper thin, then they drop, and then they die. Hmm. And he says, but their job is they protect, they do everything to protect that whole queen bee and the survival of all of them, wow. that worker bee. I said, well, if I want to be anything, I would prefer to be a worker bee. That's a purpose. And that's what I'm talking about. It is. That's just, that's an amazing story. Now, if you're listening to this, you could be like, oh gosh, give me a break. Or you could be, take this and be like, that is absolutely amazing. And that's the way I'm hearing it. Because when you think about that, that's their purpose. They're fulfilling their purpose. Doesn't get any better than that. Is that not what we all want? I don't think it's about how long we live, but it's how well we lived. And when I say how well, did we fulfill our purpose? You could live to 110. And if your purpose is not fulfilled, and if you don't feel that way, you'll leave this earth with regrets and sorrow, and you'll feel as if you didn't live. Well, yeah, not only that, Steve. I think we talk about this all the time, too, and you wonder if you practice it. But we talked about the purposeful life. We talk about the little things that are purposeful. But we talk about the animals, the dogs, how open we are to being in, you know, not so rushed to get away and move on to the next thing. And this is something I think we're all going through at this time, too, because we're all so busy. Um, the distractions we don't need, right? But I spent time meeting this man. Now, he wasn't really open to talking. Pennsylvania Dutch have a tendency of being a little... You know, they're to themselves, they do their thing. Mm -hmm. I was interested to know who he was. I wanted to know about his life. I wanted to know about his hobby, his passion. All that I extracted over a period of time because I was interested in him. Now, because I was interested in him, I learned a valuable lesson. Mm -hmm. And if more people would do that, we would all understand each other better rather than just being so quickly wanting to move to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Before we wrap this up, I just have to say this too because it, it's just, it's right there in my face. The bees, I know they're bees, but that is the poster child example of being selfless rather than selfish. Absolutely right. They're living, they're living for the entire colony, for them to survive as a whole. Well, not too far along ago, we did that here. Not too, yeah, well, yeah. worker bees, you can learn a lot. Again, we talk about learning from animals and nature. It's all around us. Yeah, it is. Circle life. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to attacklifenotothers.com. This has been a Bitman Media creation. Bitman Media.com.